This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. Lindsey Patterson, Mike Santagata. Mike, what is up? Uh... I don't know. I, I really like this. The Spider Verse movie was good. I don't know. <laughs> Animation movies, anime movies. It feels like they're getting better. I have heard really great things about that, and I need to go see it. I watched. Um, speaking of, you know, animated, and, and honestly, it was nostalgic. If I think about it, it was a Super Mario movie. I still haven't seen that. What? Yeah, I know. It, like stopped in theaters, and then uh, I don't know where do I. <laughs> watch at this point i'm hoping somebody just streams it i've got most of those yeah i i probably watched it illegally streamed but or i probably should have said that but uh but i did i watched it recently the sad thing is i watched it with my six-year-old niece who it was probably her third time seeing it because she saw it in theaters i'm like okay this movie's legit so i highly recommend if you like animated films and we i I agree with you uh the spider-man one looks good so i will go see it but um yeah i mean honestly that feels like the most excitement in the world right now when you think of the sports (laughs) world and otas not a whole lot happening um and honestly i know otas are different than the phase two and three program that the cincinnati Bengals have been pretty much working on most of the spring but it really just feels like like deja vu we're in two days of otas nothing too crazy we're seeing the joe burrow social media post out there he's working out the players are there jonah williams isn't isn't there yet and it just feels like otas are extended off-season voluntary workout program for the Bengals right now yeah um otas are otas they're basically the what voluntary workout still i believe um they're not mandatory yet. It feels like the same people are there that are not. Although I think uh, DJ Reader might have missed for some personal reason, which is okay. Again, voluntary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that's a holdout. <laughs> um, but, you know, 
to me, nothing really to look into, but it feels like uh, there, it feels like anytime something's going to happen in OTAs, it is going to blow up. How did you feel about there being some reps where Jordan Battle was starting at safety over Nick Scott? Yeah, I mean, honestly, after draft night, it was a topic of conversation. Could we see that? Uh, I think you, if you were to ask a lot of, and I know how people feel about the national media, I really feel like it's 50-50. A lot of people want the attention for their team, but then the subject of conversation of, hey, are there some concerns for the Cincinnati Bengals? And I think people would point at the safety position. Uh, but I believe in Lou when he's uh, dealing with the secondary. And yeah, you're without Von Bell and Jesse Bates. But when they drafted Jordan Battle, I will be completely honest, kind of going back to that night, I was very surprised. And then I hear people out of Alabama and I hear the hype about Jordan battle, what he could bring to the defense. And then Lou had the biggest smile on his face. I'm like, all right, well, they, they really like this guy. And it sounds like they were really surprised. He was available when they did pick. Um, and now, I mean, it's, I don't, I don't know how to feel about Nick Scott. I know we have the Rams tape and highlights and what we can go back on. And is, is he an upgrade? Is he the replacement over Von Bell? Or do you feel about, better about Jordan Battle? The thing that we know with Lou Anarumo, and he said it last year before Cam Taylor Britt had to get reps, he's not going to rush a rookie out there, but could this be a different scenario? Yeah. Um, it always could be a different scenario. If you ask me, I'm not really moved too much. I guess it does put a little bit of, um, and that's me, man. We're gonna be doing OTA coverage, and most of my re- most of my response will be that that doesn't move me too much. <laughs> um, but you know, like if you could still preseason work, and Nick Scott has to play in the preseason, and Nick Scott's playing second team in the preseason, then I'm really kind of pushing like the oh Jordan Battle really might start week one. This right now to me is more like, uh, I don't know, getting your rookie first team reps. It doesn't mean he's a starter. And then Nick Scott's taking first team reps as well. Uh, I do think that battle was a good pick. I think everything from Alabama is like, he's going to try to push to start right away. I also think the Bengals gave Nick Scott money because they think he's a starting level safety and Luana Rumo's history, but not, Related at all to draft position has been defensive backs will start when they are ready and not when not any moment before, unless there's an injury uh, that um, makes you still think it's Nick Scott's job and he could lose it. But I just, I don't see it this early and I could be wrong. Maybe these OTAs are worth looking into, but to me, the smoke, is just smoke and no fire. Maybe I'm just hyping it up because we need a topic of conversation. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe there's something more there. Maybe we see more with Jordan Battle. Look, at the end of the day, this team, they're one of the best in the AFC. I still truly feel like it is the Kansas City Chiefs, the Cincinnati Bengals, and I guess you could put the Buffalo Bills, but I'm just not buying the Buffalo Bills hype. And um, I'm all for putting them in the same category. But at the same time, you have the roster. You have the talent on both sides of the ball. They're going to put the best player out there. Lou Anarumo, if he believes Jordan Battle should be starting, he's going to put him out there. Unless they see other packages and they're like, you know what, Jordan doesn't get the full-time start, but I'm going to put them put him out there at times that I feel comfortable doing that. I trust Lou Anarumo at the end of the day. Um, it's exciting to see rookies you know, make an impact. 
we just don't know what that's going to look like. Um, I, I always kind of hate, and I feel like it's a lazy take to point to, oh, what are your concerns, you know, outside of offensive line? I was actually asked about that on a on an interview. What what other things do you have concerns about with this roster? I'm like, well, I guess you could just point at softball, but you could point to the safety position. I don't know what that looks like. Um, but I, I'm intrigued by Nick Scott. You know, what what does that look like? Dax Hill, What we don't know Dax Hill. I want to see him out there. This is his first real season. I keep thinking of Dax Hill as, this is Dax Hill's rookie year for the Cincinnati Bengals in this very important position. And it is important. Um, you, you need Dax Hill to work out more than you need Jordan Battle to work out right now. And I'm just, um, you know, I, I want to see, I want to see what that looks like at the end of the day. And your point about you need Dax Hill to work out more than Jordan Battle really to me is like, wouldn't you rather have a guy that started at a higher level in the NFL take those early reps so when Dax Hill has his learning curve, his rookie moments, there are there is not a guy next to him having a learning curve and rookie moments in the same defense. But again, if Jordan Battle could push for the job, he could start, he could do all that, then he probably has earned the job. And like you also said, I trust him in a room. Like if he goes out there with whatever safety combination, I have no reason except to believe that it's probably the right call. It could be Tyson Anderson, Nick Scott. And I'd go, well, they must've won the job, huh? Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Oh, man, the Tyson Anderson, and nothing against Tyson Anderson because we still don't know what Tyson Anderson will look like with this defense, but... I remember having that conversation with you. Could you imagine if they moved on from Von Bell and Jesse Bates? And I want to say they wanted Von Bell back. Um, Unfortunately, they didn't say that number. And it feels like that money went over to Jermaine Pratt. And I'm totally fine with Jermaine Pratt coming back on the defensive side of the ball. One of their, one of their better players. And and for that price, Um, we'll, we'll stay with the secondary though, because you have Cheeto coming back from his injury. And then you have Cam Taylor Britt going into year two for him. He was obviously getting a lot of reps at corner last year when he had to step up when Cheeto went down. Um, how do you feel about DJ Turner so far when it comes to OTAs? Athletic. Good. Great. Um, it He he has the spot over Sidney Jones. Good. I, at least I – now I haven't seen – maybe it's just all hype. Maybe, I, maybe there was some <laughs> – I haven't watched too much OTA coverage. Maybe those snaps Sidney Jones is taking over DJ Turner at times. I don't know. Maybe that's an actual battle as of right now. Um, but I haven't seen that. I've I the Jordan battle over Nick Scott one went viral, and then there was also a clip like right after of Nick Scott over Jordan Battle, which I don't think went as viral. And then uh but in I think both of those it was DJ Turner starting at corner, which to me signals he's probably the next guy up after Cheeto and uh, Cam Taylor Britt on the outside. So my thoughts are, I mean, how many thoughts can you have on a rookie in OTAs? Uh, Especially when you're like me and don't exactly watch every OTA related thing and just kind of take the stories and whatever beat reporters are saying. 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, to be completely honest with you, when you look at the recap, today was the only day the media was allowed to be at OTAs and it's over after today. <laughs> so there's not a whole lot uh, going on from that mandatory camp right around the corner. So they'll have that. And then obviously training camp. Uh, one of the things Zach Taylor has done, and 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 I could be wrong, but I want to say over the last couple of years, especially with the season being extended and having more of a plane into January, which is always a really good thing. He normally um, kind of swipes out and doesn't have that mandatory camp. Maybe they're there for one day or two days and then it's over and he's like hey i'll see you for training camp great attendance 87 out of 89 players have been here for the majority of the program that is absolutely huge uh when it comes to offense alignment i i i just don't make a big deal that jonah williams isn't there i know they're going to announce what players aren't there uh but overall for me personally i just i don't i don't think it's that big of a deal um, it's look, he might, will he be behind when it comes to revs or right tackle? I guess that's fair, uh, because the other guys are out there right now, but me personally, I just, I don't make too much of, um, of guys not being there and because the majority of the players are, and I feel like Jonah's going to be there either for mandatory or he'll be there in July for training camp. Yeah. The Jonah Williams concern starts to be if he's not there, in later july if he's not there in august that's where the real concern would lie um but as of now i mean it stinks not knowing anything i assume he's uh, you see some videos of him working out so i think he's working hard there especially i still don't know if he's fully medically cleared from his knee surgery and we just probably won't see any right tackle type of videos until he's with the Bengals. i mean He's probably still holding out hope that he can play left tackle somewhere. So he's not going to post a bunch of right tackle videos, his stance and his, you know, kick slide on that position. He's probably hoping somebody is just going to send an offer and let him play left tackle. Uh, But it doesn't seem like that's likely. It seems like the most likely outcome is he is in the Bengals camp, in the Bengals, uh, you know, he's practicing with them throughout at least August. I mean, I'll be more concerned if like you get into July and he's still not doing anything, but you get to August and that's when the thoughts of an actual holdout could emerge or at the very least, he's just going to do, I don't know, maybe he doesn't play right tackle if they ask him, like he's let somebody else take that spot and just says, I'm going to play left tackle, which probably isn't a great move for him considering what the league has been offering for him to play left tackle. Yeah. At this point, if you're Jonah Williams, I mean, I I feel like, look, it's fine. Dream big, dream big, dream that you're going to be a left tackle for another team, but you also have to realize that the Bengals, they're not planning on settling especially if your right tackle position is still a question mark. Look, we don't know what Lyle Collins is going to eventually look like, um, you know, when he's going to be ready. I still look, I, I know we saw the Instagram video a couple weeks ago and it was very encouraging for what uh, Lyle Collins had to deal with on Christmas Eve for that injury. But me personally, I still feel like it's a question mark. Uh, we will. It, it, I can guarantee you the hype for Jackson Carmen and other players at the right tackle spot will get very high. Maybe at mandatory camp, maybe in the beginning of training camp. If Jonah Williams, let me ask you this. If Jonah Williams is there for training camp, do you think Frank Pollock will have them out there with the first teamers at right tackle? Ooh, that's interesting. Um, I mean, at least some reps. 
I don't think it'll be any different than the safety. Probably, you know, give them to both guys and mm -hmm. make it a real competition. Except, man, I don't know. Yeah, I was just saying uh, it'll be competition. Both guys probably take us the first team reps if Jonah is willing to play right tackle, which we have assumed, but that is always, I think, the wrench that could be thrown into it. Yeah, and I agree with you. I think if he's not there for training camp, and, and it's funny because we just did a podcast last week and it's like, oh, Jonah Williams talk topic, we're moving on. And then I throw you a Jonah Williams question uh, because that's where we're at when it comes to OTA conversation. And we're going to get to other position groups in our next segment uh, and when it comes to contracts in the future and what that position looks like. But for for that reason, um, I just I, I don't really get too much into hype or, or what everybody looks like. And, and there will be that training camp player that stands out for a lot of people that nobody's talking about. Oh, could this guy be a difference maker? Um, on this Bengals roster we just currently do not know and I feel like those conversations uh, as we get closer to training camp because then you're on your countdown to preseason uh, and then we'll get into all the preseason conversation if starters are going to play in preseason if Joe Burrow is going to get reps in preseason uh, but so far Joe Burrow looks good to go out there just growing the what do you think about the hair that he's growing out yeah sure it's good I like it I think I like the I think I like that more I don't Man, not a lot of opinions. <laughs> not a lot of opinions. Not a lot of opinions. I, I think the only thing is, I mean, you just got to make sure it doesn't get in the way. You can't be throwing, trying to throw I the think, football. Yeah, I think the headband would look weirder if he did have really short hair. Like, I think the long hair makes the headband look cooler. Yeah. And Joe, Joe's just Joe cool out there. Uh, and for now, Joe has long hair. And soon Joe will have long hair and a lot of money uh, because he's about to consign a contract extension. And that's all we have for Joe Burrow. Nothing new has changed. Um, knock on wood, but hopefully he continues to have a normal offseason. I want to speaking of contracts, I want to talk about some other players who are under contract. But there's been a lot of conversation if the Bengals should extend them to their second contract with the Cincinnati Bengals next on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. 